This is the Judge Janine Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Bureau. All right, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Now, joining us is someone that I am so looking forward to hearing from. He is a political poster and a strategic consultant. Uh, this is the, this guy's the real deal, guys. He is a veteran pollster, strategic consultant. He's got over 35 years of experience. This is a guy who has been involved in polling on political uh, as well as uh, other issues for a long time. Uh, his name is John McLaughlin. His former clients include California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, Florida Governor Jeb Bush, President Donald Trump. Uh, but he's worked as a strategic consultant as well. I'm not going to waste time going back and forth because there's a lot to talk about. But he is also a founding partner, lasting opinion, Opiniones Latinas, a public opinion research company dedicated to researching opinions of Latinos nationwide. Of course, he's been on every major broadcast and cable show. Now, John McLaughlin, welcome to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Tower show. This is a very exciting period before the midterm elections. Uh, give us a brief uh, a brief analysis of where we are in, what is it, 20, 20 days, 21 days? 23. 23. 23 days. I count the days. Every day. And you got to remember, in New York, um, you know, it, it's, it's early voting starts like 12 days out. And right. absentees are already out there. And, you know, everybody calls you Judge Janine, but I remember when you were the <laughs> tough district attorney in Westchester. Yeah. You would have gone nuts with these laws right now. And <laughs> I'm and, still I mean, going nuts, John. <laughs> yes. And and it's and it's like it's just terrible. And 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 among my clients are Lee Zeldin. I've always worked for Lee since the first time he ran for Congress and uh and and now everybody knows we're within striking distance of beating uh Governor Hochul and you know they were independent for months. I've been saying we could win, and we had polls that uh, you know he's he's really within four or five points right now. And there's an independent poll that he was within six. And you know the the crime issue is a national issue now, but no more so than in New York, where we've never seen it like this. I remember this is like back in the '70s when you know it was out of control. It's actually probably worse. It is worse. About- it is worse, John. And you know this whole concept, though, it it, it is not just the issue of crime being out of control the way it was in the 70s and the 90s uh but it is this this mentality that we that these criminals have become emboldened as a result of the policies of the left and you know all of a sudden john we had people like joe biden after being silent during the summer of 2020 as as businesses when buildings and police precincts were burning down he's saying oh i was never in favor of that oh it was dead silent even the democrat national uh, convention they said nothing but mm-hmm. what I'm trying to figure out is, and, you know, tell me if, you, if you've if you done anything on this. I mean, who owns the crime issue? Generally, the Republicans are the ones who are seen as strong on crime. Is that still the case? Oh, sure. It's like a two-to-one margin. And, and, it's, and it's gotten more so. In, in New York State, when we ask surveys of downstate off the top of their head what's the most important issue to decide their, their vote for governor, statewide it's the top issue, not even close. And it's off the, off the top of everybody's minds. New York City, Lee's getting about a third of the vote in the polls in New York City right Fantastic. now because of the crime issue. And that's what you need. That's what we saw when Governor Pataki got elected in 94. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. he's winning upstate. He's winning the suburbs, but we could use a little more 
support there, and you had Madeline Brain on on your yes. show, right? Yes. She just did. She just did an ad endorsing Lee for the Nassau County Republicans, where she says Kathy Hochul's too dangerous to be governor, and she supports Lee Zeldin. Well, and, she's right. Yeah, and that's the type. And she went. What's terrible? She, her her son was a hero. And you've got these people being released, and there's so many issues because Hochul has more money, and she's trying to divert people to this abortion issue that the laws aren't going to change. But the reality is she's under her and Andrew Cuomo. In the last six years, they paroled 34 cop killers. Remember when – I mean, both my grandfathers were New York City detectives. Mm-hmm. Remember when it used to be, you know, okay, death penalty, then they ruled that the life without parole? Yes. They're getting parole. And and it's unbelievable. There is no such thing as life and parole, and, the, and these criminals are being emboldened. Look what happened in Connecticut. I'm working there for uh, Bristol, Connecticut. Out, outrageous ambushes. This is terrible. John, let me ask you a question. I mean, mm-hmm. as we go into the midterms, the mm-hmm. you know Joe Biden is underwater. Uh, in the in, it's it, yes. tell me if I'm wrong. In the swing states that matter in Pennsylvania. Uh, and Wisconsin and Arizona. Am I wrong about that? And how will that impact the swing states? Well, he's badly underwater. Our last national poll, he had a 55% disapproval. It's like 60 in the swing states. Right. And you're seeing like Oz pulling up. He was behind. He was behind in some polls by double digits, but I think they were skewed liberal media polls. Right. But he's, he's tied with this guy Fetterman, who wants to let out a third of the criminals in Pennsylvania. Right. And you've got and, – and I was talking about Connecticut. Before those two – the tragic killing of the two police officers, Bob Stefanowski was within four points of Lamont. And you've got uh, Leora Levy within five points in a published poll of uh, – of, of, uh, uh, of what's his name? Blumenthal. Mm-hmm. All these Democrats who were voting for defunding the police and supporting this – uh, you know, during 2020 and 2021, they're now backtracking saying they didn't. Oh, I didn't do this. <laughs> I didn't yeah, it's it's this. just amazing. And, you know, I, I'll tell you, I think the Americans people are smarter than all that. Although some of them are like, no, they never said that. No, we never really said that. But let's let's talk about the fact that uh, abortion, you know, the Dobbs decision comes out. Right. And every and that's when the red wave stopped. Uh, what impact is that decision going to have? It, it, it is the is the most important issue economy, then crime, and and then immigration. Talk to me. Well, it's inflation nationwide. It's inflation because Biden, the price of gas is going up again. The price of food is going up. He did his so-called Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah, didn't stop. It's eight percent. People going for mortgages are shocked at the prices. People going to supermarkets every day. Are shocked at the prices and the price of gas in a lot of places in New York four or five dollars a gallon again. Right. And you know Nevada where they got a Senate race it's like six dollars a gallon. Mm-hmm. I mean the only way to stop it is to put Republicans back in control of the not just the House but also the Senate. So there's there's a series of Senate races that in Georgia, New Hampshire, uh, uh, Nevada, and Arizona you got four Democrat incumbents on the ropes and you have also shots now. The Leora Levy in Connecticut uh, eating Blumenthal, and you also have possibilities of Republicans winning in Colorado and Washington. Mm-hmm. So the Senate is really in play. And but on the local level, when you when you look at um, the governor's races are moving because crime's a national issue. So you've got mm-hmm. Lee Zeldin in New York. Everybody realizes we're within single digits, closing uh, dramatically on Hochul. Where it's just so out of control. When you think of last weekend. 
I, a week ago today, Lee Zeldin was at a Columbus Day parade in the and Bronx with was, his wife. Shooting in front of his house while his girls were at home studying. I mean, crazy. But let me, John, let me ask you this. Um, Hochul, how does this, mm-hmm. I mean, look, I, I get the pay to play. I mean, if I were the attorney general, you know, I'd be focused on her <laughs> uh, and not Donald Trump. I mean, give me a break. But that's, we don't have time for that. This, this woman has all of this money. And she still is not accountable to anyone. In this, in her husband has the concessions, all the concessions for the, uh, and she's got the Buffalo Bills stadium that she's building. I mean, we talk about corruption. Right, and then she went and did the the no bid contract for over six hundred million dollars of COVID tests, paying twice what California was paying to somebody who gave her three hundred thousand. Then she did said she didn't know about it, wasn't aware of it. But they had thrown a fundraiser for the month before. And why, you know, some district attorney or uh, uh, forget about the Justice Department, Biden won't let them. Yeah. Uh, they should be, she should be investigated for that. Well, that was David Soros is the DA up in Albany. And I got to mm-hmm. tell you, I mean, he was DA when I was DA. And he came in. He's, he was, I think, the first leftist in the state. And I remember saying to my buddies there, I said, who the hell is this guy? Well, does he not understand what the job is? So, I mean, you know, Democrats made sure they got a good one in there for them. But in the end, I mean, when I I think one of the most interesting races and and, and I certainly Lee Zeldin has to win. Lee Zeldin has to win or it's all over for New York City. But I'm fascinated by the Fetterman Oz race. This guy Mm -hmm. Fetterman. I mean, nobody seems to care. He wanted to release second-degree murderers out of he thought it was mercy was so important. Give me a break. Right, and and the guy's an, an avowed socialist, and yes. he's had a stroke. Years ago, I worked for uh, uh, Mark uh, Mark Kirk, and he was elected to the U.S. Senate. Took Obama's seat, and he mm-hmm. he was a great senator, really worked hard. And Mark got a stroke, and the Democrats had no mercy for him in the reelection campaign, and uh, he wasn't successful. But here now, because it's Fetterman, and he's one of their socialists, they basically they they you know they're like, oh he. He, he doesn't have to debate. Now he has to – the guy can't read it. They want him to have a teleprompter, the questions ahead of time. It's just, uh, you know, it's it's just a whole different standard for it's that. It's frightening, but, though. It's frightening. I mean, yeah. you've got Mehmet Oz, and, I mean, obviously, I, I know him. He's a friend of mine, and uh, I think he would do a great job. But in the end, it seems to me that people would recognize that – you can't have a business if there's crime and it's rampant. You can't be safe. You can't send your children to school. You can't, I mean, the, I don't have to go through this. I mean, people are not stupid, but ideology is trumping reality. Right. And 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 he's, I mean, this, what's going on in the Philadelphia area with crime, with the shootings, the store, Wawa. Wawa is a is a Pennsylvania company that is shutting down uh, their stores in parts of Philadelphia because they're being nobody prosecutes shoplifting. Mm-hmm. Forget you know I mean forget the major they're letting all these minor crimes go on they're being looted and and you know our you know the ABC owner John Katz often talks about we need common sense policies common sense Democrats well well the common sense Democrats he sees it with his stores. Where you know that, you know, when you don't prosecute people who repeatedly come in and shoplift and, get, and know they can get away with it, 
whether it's Philadelphia or New York, uh, the suburbs of New York, um, it's it's going to get worse. And that's why Jose Alba, the the bodega owner yep. Yep. in New York, who got who got stabbed while he was trying to you know defend himself, mm-hmm. he went back to. Santa Domingo because he didn't feel safe in New York City anymore. That's I don't blame the guy. Do you blame him? No, I don't blame no. him at all. If if we bad. were not if we were not on top of that, this guy would be spending the rest of his life in prison. Yep, yep. And 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 it's just it you know it, it's it's terrible. And Lee spoke out. Lee Zeldin spoke out on his behalf. And finally, we embarrassed them that they 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 had to do something. And Lee Zeldin. You know, uh, he has his crime policy is day one. He's announced it last week. He says he's going to have invoke emergency powers to repeal Cassius bail, keep these criminals in jail, fire the district attorneys like Alvin Bragg that that aren't enforcing, you know, state laws. They're not enforcing laws that are on the books. Yeah, and you're it's, a district it's, attorney. It, you know. Uh, let me tell you something. Manhattan needs a prosecutor who not only is someone who has experience, but someone who realizes that it's not just about making people accountable, punishing people. I'm not afraid to say it. You commit a crime, you need to be punished. You commit a crime, you need to be an example to deter other people. If we can rehabilitate you, great. And if we can't, I don't give a damn. All right? You need to be punished. I've had enough of this. But New York City will not survive financially if we right. don't get crime under control. And right. the feds aren't doing anything about it. I mean, they, they, they could care about it. I mean, they, they, they could care less. They're too busy going after parents as domestic terrorists. But, John, let me just finally um, just get a sense of, you know, what will happen uh, it, now you say that the Senate is in play. The House is definitely the the Republicans are going to take the House. Is is that a definite? Right. Well, in back in August we had a tied the generic vote nationally, and we've yeah. been very accurate. Like going back to 1994, I presented a poll in September saying Newt that we were going Newt Gingrich said we were going to take the House up seven, and that was a landslide year. Well, uh, at the end of September we were back up for 48-44. And we'll have new numbers this week, but Rasmussen reports, which tracks closely with ours, had the Republican generic up seven. So you've got 23 days where people have to get out and vote, whether it's a lot of states will vote early absentee, they'll vote uh, early in person. It's going on in Georgia now. Uh, you, you've got to get out and vote. So in New York State, they'll be, um, you know, they'll start like 12 days out two Saturdays before the election, the early in person, the absentees are being cast now. And uh, we'll have a big election day turnout, but we've got to get our people out. I wish in some regards, I wish the election was tomorrow, mm-hmm. but, uh, but right now it's, it's, it looks like the Republicans would take, I, I talked to uh, Lito McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy last night. I said, we'd probably take 40 to 50 seats and that would be a decisive win in the house. And, mm-hmm. You know, the Senate's definitely all the momentum is on the Republican side. So we'd probably take 51, 52 seats. And uh, Herschel Walker may be in a runoff at worst case. At best case, he, you know, he did very well in the debate this week. He beats uh, Warnock. Uh, decisively because Warnock's on the defense now, but that one's going to be close. Yeah, that one's definitely going to be close. But you know what? I I must tell you, it is fascinating right now to watch what's going on 
uh, in the in the national races, I mean, in the state races, in the swing states. Uh, you know, Mark Kelly is someone, and we only have a few seconds left, but Mark Kelly in Arizona, you know, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm against the, the all of this border uh, influx. I mean, he, you know, I can't stand it when people, you know, don't say the truth. But uh, a final thought, John, before we go, and I, I do want to thank you. Uh, for being on top of what you do. And thank you for all you did for me when I first started out as young pup in politics. Oh, you, you did great. And, and by the way, in Pennsylvania, I mean, Trafalgar poll has Oz within two points with 23 days to go, and a lot of that vote's coming on Election Day. And then in New York, Trafalgar had lead down a couple points. And, you know, so these other polls, four or five points, we, we've we've got to get out and vote. Make sure, uh, you know, yeah, whether it's early vote voting or, or on election day, November eighth. We've got twenty three right. days to win. One of the problems, around. though, John, in Pennsylvania is they started voting in uh, I think September nineteenth or something crazy. Uh, yeah. You know, so Fetterman was up at that point. So we really have to get the vote out. Uh, John McLaughlin, you are a legend as a pollster and a consultant. Thanks so much for joining us on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Tower Foundation show.